0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the FLA Exposure Podcast, episode 168, brought to you by our good friends at BC Kimonos. Check them out online, bckimonos.ca, our first and longest running sponsor from 2014 until 2022. Eight years in the making. Uh, really, really great people and uh, great supporters of everybody in the Canadian scene, uh, tournaments, super fights, everything west and east, and just great people. So check them out online, bckimonos.ca. What a plug. Um let's get right into it here, folks. Uh super excited to have uh Mr. Greg Ricker on tonight, an all-around stud, uh a guy who's been involved in the jiu-jitsu and grappling MMA community uh for a long, long time. Uh Brown Belt uh out of Edmonton, Edmonton, Alberta. He's competed and won everything uh out there, you know, submission ace. Uh he's competed in one in Naga, he's competed in one in uh CBJJF out there a hell of a lot. Uh, which is a big running uh, tournament brand out there. I'm not sure if they're still running or not. We'll get into that. And, uh, yeah, just a a great guy and uh, super talented in in a lot of different ways. So let's bring him on and and have a good chat with him, Mr. Greg Ricker. Hey, what's up, my homeboy? Hey, man, how are you doing? How's things? Things are good, man. You? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, obviously, we spoke a little off air. It's uh, It's been a while since uh, it's probably, I don't know when we did that event out West when, when we met, but I think that was like 2014 or 15, 16, maybe? 17, 18, maybe. Yeah, West was
1: Coast series. Yeah, that was great. You've run pretty much everything that I can think of going now, so like uh, jiu-jitsu events, cage fighting, FLA now. Um, just very talented,
0: all-around individual. Good work. Thank you, man. Well, it, it takes the uh, athletes, you know, that's what it, that's about. But hopefully we can get back. I, it's funny. I would like to chat with you about that. We And we'll, we'll chat about it a little bit about doing a Kumite out West. Like we did the West Coast chokes out there in Edmonton at one point, and I think it would be really neat to take the Kumite on the road.
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's definitely something that would uh, be of interest to a lot of people out here for sure.
0: I'm surprised. They, they I'm surprised uh, other promotions out West don't do it.
1: Yeah, um, well, you got Unified out here, which is a major one. A lot of guys are, are um, fighting out of, and it's nice to get in there and check out the talent and see what's up and coming. You know, some guys fight right through there very hard and go right to the UFC, fight Yeah, go, with the, go on with the UFC. You got guys like Tanner Boser and Mitch Clark and, uh, and yep. others.
0: Yep little Mitch yeah so well let's get into into how you got into the sport the whole idea this it's called FLA exposure uh the whole idea is to expose people to people in combat sports of you know the regular people you know and Mm -hmm. and how they got into it and why so how'd you get into it uh yeah I guess um my uh natural uh like love
1: for fitness and uh and and things like that of the nature um Kind of uh, led me to trying some martial arts and things back even as far as high school, you know, and some of the traditional, uh, the traditional uh, jujitsu. That's a lot different than the form, I guess, of jujitsu now uh, with a lot of submissions and things like that uh, of the nature, obviously, that encompasses jujitsu. Yeah, I just kind of just kind of always had a love for, you know, fitness and combat fitness and things like that. So I just decided decided to uh, take it up in uh in college and started with okay. uh with the henzo gracie affiliation in ontario ottawa mixed martial arts and where i found one of my good friends pat major who's yeah. you probably know who pat major is yeah. with henzo gracie he's a lifer henzo gracie for life or i don't know. know if you'll ever really get away from henzo <laughs> but uh yeah he's a good guy um and uh it started there, I guess that's where kind of where my my, my origin my origins are was uh, our GA group and uh, working some with Pat and uh, we traveled down into New York and visited there and trained some there. Nice. Uh, did some Nagas there to start with and warmed up. yeah,
0: so that's kind of where things started with there as far as that goes and you comp- you've competed a lot, right eh? like not just at yeah. time, not a lot, but a yeah. lot of the work goes.
1: Literally, yeah, I've probably competed hundreds of matches across Canada, right across, uh, right across the world. Into uh, into Portugal, uh, visited Holland while we were over there. Um, Las Vegas has probably been probably my number one spot. Like we go there, I'd go there half dozen times a year. You know, years pass over the five, last five, six, seven years just to train and compete, and done fairly well with it over over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess you know yeah, that's, yeah, I can attribute it to a number of reasons, you know, because probably because of uh, my love for fitness and stuff like that, as well as a uh, little bit, uh, a little bit of ADHD, ADD, which uh, helped uh, <laughs> speaking of mental health, you know, like there's lots of stuff going on in the world and things and to touch on it is no big deal for me. Um, I was clinically diagnosed with ADHD when I was younger uh, in college. So I just, yeah, I just kind of use that as a, you know help that to to think a lot you know think a lot quicker uh on my feet anticipate movements um kind of you know like yeah
0: i don't know i guess i'm diagnosed adhd as well so i know exactly what you're saying but i'm totally nervous as hell man when it comes to competing i just i can't get i can't get over the the like I, I quit on myself when I'm out there. Like I, I give up on myself. I just want to get out of there so quick. And it's like, that's my goal at black belt is to kind of get out there and show not, not, I, I don't want to say I'm, I, I want to get out there and show that I'm amazing, but I want to get out there and actually do myself a, a, some justice, a little bit of the tournament and, and have right. some fun because competing's fun. You know, if you can actually like, like you've done, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but if you can go and enjoy the process, super fun.
1: Yeah. That's what it's all about—having fun with it. If uh, if other stuff's getting in the way, should sort it out and uh, and make sure you're having fun with it. You know what the saying goes: like if you're not having fun with it, you shouldn't be doing it, or you're gonna have to change the way your perspective and the way you're looking on things. Like everybody goes through something, and definitely BJJ is one of those things that yeah, you know like we lose a lot of people early, and some people go on you know decades to do it and they're lifers. And uh, I consider myself a lifer, and I know like they have had hurdles to jump through along the way, like a lot of guys have. Yeah. And uh, it's important to sort things out, prioritize, uh, you know, what matters in your life. If it's martial art, if it's fitness, if it's being healthy, if it's committed to your relationship, if it's committed to your job yeah. and just kind of focus on on doing it. I was very, very passionate, very, very driven about it. So it kept me, you know, going out and it kept me competing, kept me signing up, spending money. Uh, you know, it was it was more of like a. You know spending money was never a thing for it i mean it, you know you got to get the geese got to get the equipment got to get the travel yeah. time got you know the cost to register for all the tournaments so it's a, it is a there is money involved it, it is a business for a lot of people uh, out there today um you know and i think yeah i'll just stop there
0: no that, that that's very well said and you're obviously super successful by the behind you i love the setup <laughs> behind you, all the shadow boxes and that's great because like I know there's like Joel and there's a, a couple other people on the East Coast that have competed in the IBJJF or won our belts and stuff. Yeah. And it's it's nice to show off those accomplishments. accomplishments. Yeah, like, For sure, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, it's it's not easy. It's funny the West Coast chokes. I'll I'll tell you a funny story about those medals. Sure. We uh <laughs> so at that time We're going here somewhere. Oh <laughs> man, it was so embarrassing. Like they were supposed to be like actually like big. They're supposed yeah. to be like bit like a really big hunky metal. Nice. Anyway, guy who ordered them really dropped the ball, and he wasn't on the trip at the time. So they yeah. showed up, and they were at the gym. We didn't even see them until we got there. And I opened the box, the first box, and I said, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" They're like, they're like a goddamn keychain. An
1: yeah audience. just like a nice <laughs> trick to add to the collection thanks man i appreciate it I hear uh, you. Oh,
0: it's, it's no problem it was so embarrassing oh my god well so <laughs> i grew up in a construction family so if anybody isn't aware um yeah so greg owns a construction company does that for you mm-hmm. translate to jujitsu? because i kind of look like for me being in like the, running these events and the behind the scenes, it's to me it's like putting out fires, putting out fires, putting out fires, constant, constant, right. constant. It'd be same si- it'd be similar for you, you know, you're planning, you know, developing and then and then finalizing something. It, do you have any similarities when it comes to jujitsu?
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I know, like for sure, like the physical aspect of it I never really stopped at just paperwork. I, I do a lot of physical labor. So yeah. hauling sheets of drywall, hauling, you know, hauling uh, uh, aggregate, you know, uh, concrete, like demo, um, swinging at sledge, you know, all that stuff. Uh, the, all that stuff translated to uh, to physical nature of, you know, being able to um, work out all day some days and then go to jujitsu and train all night for not just for one hour, two hours, three hours, sometimes three hours a night and I. Wouldn't be untypical for me to run the energy to have the amount of energy to 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 work all day physically and then just train all night. So by the time I got to the tournament, my conditioning was very good, and uh, I was able to you know take the technique that I learned from uh, uh, on the mats over the years and uh, and use it very effectively. And I was strong, you know, I was able to you know, you had the strength. A lot of times, strength got me through, you know, not just strength and technique, but yeah. You know, um, so I guess in that, in that, uh, in that realm, as far as organization and things go, yeah, it's kind of like important to have a game plan. You know, you set your tools out, what you're going to yeah. use for the day, and get ready and go at it. So I could be right from the takedown all the way to to the finish. You know, whether what are we going to do? We're going to work on points today, or you know, if the submission presents itself, we we are going to you're going to go for the tap up. So. It was yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know, using that and bringing it to work, and then you know, and then bringing it back to back back to training, back to the mats. And some days, yeah, you know, I'd be so tired from working all day that yeah, it just kind of so yeah, for sure, one hundred percent, it does translate from a profession to uh, to hobby and to and to the mat. It's
0: it's funny you say that about uh, like the labor. Like I find when I was doing more labor type work, I found it was easier to go to the club and it was easier to train. But I found as a more so when you're more stagnant and you're not, it's it's much harder to 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 get the I guess the motor running. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's For funny. Sure. You know?
1: Yeah, I've been like that too. You know, like it's better better to 100, percent you know, like to be out there training rather than sitting on the couch wondering if you should yeah. train or not. That's no good. So to get out there and train, you know, over the years, uh, three, four, five, six, even seven days a week. Um, and push yourself to, you know, and you know, not question yourself and just get out there and train, push through the, uh, and pushing through the, you know, the injuries, pushing through, uh, the physical, the physical stuff, being beaten down all the time, you know, like that being bumped, bruised. Yeah. The, oh, it's of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, I, uh, I remember actually your performance at West Coast Chokes. You did really well. You, you I don't know how, was it the semifinals that you lost?
1: Yeah, I got up to – I'm pretty sure, yeah, I made it to the semifinals. And then uh, there's a couple other real good, uh, you know, JITS players up here that were involved in that. Actually, all pretty much all the best guys – well, not all the best guys, but a lot of really good grapplers were yeah. In that tournament, so I was really privileged to be able to make it into the into the into the pay-per-view event that night and compete with uh, your organization for yeah. sure. I really appreciate that.
0: Well, you you were uh, I'll never forget and You hooked us up with a sponsor, maybe a couple sponsors too. Like you're just yeah. a, a really great person. Like that. Like that's what it's about. Like here. Like at the end of the day, like some people, you know, they think that oh, you know, these people are full of money, but it, it, it we're just we were just three guys who love jujitsu and trying to spread our brand. And, and do a good right. thing, right so like it's nice when people actually see that and help out
1: absolutely i was glad to be there for it i really we really like the concept i remember we were running with iron ironwell fitness at the time that's right yes
0: that's right yeah they did a yeah. we
1: uh hired you on to do a bunch of advertising or they hire you on to do some advertising and things like that nothing major Hum, a little bit of humble uh yeah. little humbleness goes a long way uh, it's not like big money or anything um as you know like as we know in the in this uh in the game really so i mean
0: it's all about passion and having fun and uh doing what you love to do that's it like that and we i will say like our our events always foster that like that and not our just our events every every jujitsu event for the most part fosters that really really great attitude and great it's like a it's like a almost like a family day when you have tournaments because you see everybody in the community for the most part and people are competing school versus school. And, and, you know, there's some people who are ultra competitive and people that, you know, grudges over the years or whatever, but for the most part, it's, it's just really just great people who are just there for the sport and, and just, it's great. I love, I love tournament days and our events foster those are Kumites and all that stuff. We'll have to get you on one of those.
1: Yeah, man, I'm definitely up for up for that kind of thing. I love uh, I love those competition events, round, round robin, single elimination, all that stuff, and uh, EBI rules, IBJJF rules. If I remember correctly, you guys were at EBI rules when you were here. Um,
0: no, no.
1: Wherever. No, it wasn't. Maybe, uh, I yeah. the rule. Maybe, maybe I missed the rule. <laughs> I maybe missed I missed the rule. I missed the rule. So I just got there. <laughs> fought whatever way I wanted to or I can't remember now it's a it's a it's a few years back now but yeah
0: I'd have it to look EBI. I don't remember no.
1: yeah I, mean, rules, I can't remember
0: I think it was or just for, I can't remember now actually because we had an issue with a ref as well so it's um, fun, like we, we didn't even have a ref until I, I still don't I don't remember the guy who refed I don't remember his name at all he was like he was hired actually by Brett Cooper BC Kimono's that's it's funny yeah. if you actually recorded what happened behind the scenes of all these events and stuff man yeah. if you had it on tape like that's behind so the scenes, oh Jesus. People are you still do, it,
1: are you still doing submission series in in West Coast uh or is yeah. it more switched to I heard some number of different types of names running around the the Maritimes right now for events so it's just which ones are you involved with right now I'm kind of curious So
0: we do we're we're Fightly Atlantic so we have the the Kumite which is right. uh one two we're on number 4 now so that's basically a 16 man round robin in the cage and okay. females All right. as well All right. So that's what we do then there's Rogue which is okay. also they do, they do tournaments and stuff yeah. and mobility as well.
1: So guys was, are training. Guys are training for Rogue right now. If I remember, I've been watching yeah. the guys online. So lots of people are preparing for Rogue. Is that right up coming up around the bend here? It's
0: like uh, February 25th, I believe.
1: Cool. And so is there any restrict or any kind of moguls? You have to freaking jump mounds. You got to get around to kind of make this happen because of the coronavirus and stuff like that, or.
0: That's the thing. Like for us, like we we were scheduled for January twenty second, but now we delayed until March twelfth. But I know I just actually noticed this week we didn't notice it was the only date we can get. And then I just noticed this week that uh their their day is February twenty fifth and their makeup day is March twelfth, so it will be the same day as ours, which kind of sucks. But it's in this weird ass time, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But there I know New Brunswick right now just they went into a lockdown until the end of January. So that's crazy. Hopefully- yeah it's man it's bananas all of it like you're in alberta obviously so it's like uh, what's going on right there? well we've had our
1: fair share of lockdowns and stuff i mean when they said they weren't going to do it they did it anyway right but i i you know like we're we still have some restrictions and things like that of the nature, you know, like vaccinations are still in effect, can't do this, you know, can't do yeah. that, can't travel. Um, but full on lockdown and being split into zones and you can't leave your zone. And it sounds like the freaking hunger games or something. I don't know. Like it's just yeah. really it's just kind of really weird. You know, they really nursing uh, you know, the government over the like the government's really in control in New Brunswick right now. I don't even to say really about it, I have nothing really good to say about it except the people are really nice there and they really don't deserve to be locked down and everything. Over a few ICU, uh, ICU, uh, but you know, people there's a few people checking the ICU right now, from what I hear. But yeah. it's no reason to lock down a province, swim zone, start giving them fines for leaving your area, and not being able to go here, you know, your job can't have your job, uh, if you don't get the vaccination. I mean, that's happening across Canada, we all know what's it's happening. Really right now, but should they be taking jobs and locking down with a 99.7% uh, recovery rate? Probably not, but who am I to say? I don't run the rules um i just know what i believe in um i don't you know and i don't have any judgment for uh you know these vaccinations stuff like that if if you need a vaccination for health and things like that i think i feel like people need to get them if they want them um right. and if you don't want a, a vaccination then you shouldn't have to get a vaccination should right. anybody be forced to get a vaccination absolutely right. not Nobody should be forced to get a vaccination but that's just me um there's lots of people that okay. think a lot of different ways and they have a lot of reasons for getting these uh getting these uh, health shots well, yeah. All the good shots, right? Um, you know, uh that's it. That's really all I to say about that. I know we all had our hurdles with it, and I uh, just hope that you know, at some point here in the near future, we all come out of it so we can go back to
0: training and traveling and competing and everything else. Yeah, that very well said. W- with that being said, I, I, I unfortunately think that jujitsu, uh, and martial arts. I don't know so much about martial arts, but I think jujitsu is going to take a big hit on. Um, yeah. And not so much, I, I don't so I could be wrong when it comes to like tournaments and stuff, but I think more so at the club level because there's Great. a lot of clubs shutting down. I don't know if out there, but I'm not
1: here, here, I'm here too, yeah. yeah you're hearing it you know it like uh, you know like the last the last wave or whatever and they were doing shutdowns and i remember some of the biggest clubs in town i was frequenting you know rolling, going around training at some different places with different guys that were open to cross training and stuff like that and that stated i don't we can't take another we can't take another hit like this if they close us down we might have to close down everything for good and these are guys that had like uh you know like a number of clubs you know around town and around the greater edmonton area inside of the, some of the other cities and they're just like we can't take another hit either it's you know either we stay open with some kind of restriction you know and then they had to start taking back some they have to start taking backs pass right okay you can't come in and train you know unless you have a vax pass okay. so i mean
0: it's been like you know, that sorry cat what was that it's it's been like that now for probably six months i guess out would at a backs pass i would yeah. say yeah Our events, events, anything we do now, we gotta do it. Yeah, it's not
1: you. It's it's not any any anybody really wants to you know to necessarily do it. It just that's that's the policy, that's the protocol, and that's the government control right now.
0: Yeah, there's. Hopefully, it'll lean up, man. I I I pray so because the the sports (laughs) really, really got to a, a a plateau, and and hopefully we don't lose all this kind of momentum and and stuff, but you know we'll see it's 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 huge in places like you say where you go tra- you know like vegas and and you know obviously at west and san diego and these places yeah. but just other places now like austin and, and these places are places that you'd love to go travel to and check out and you know yeah man it's, I know, uh, it's unfortunate i wanted to ask you uh about collectibles you mentioned about collectibles uh uh, you did a lot of that as a kid and and, then now uh my my family especially my brother was big into collectibles he still is he's like huge into sports cards and stuff yeah uh, is that something that you you got back into like with this whole craze in the last year or so yeah actually yeah it's something you know on
1: the side that's kind of kept me busy um for sure I definitely was a card collector and uh a sports enthusiast when i was younger so baseball and hockey and all those cards and stuff and then you know those weren't always cheap when i was younger but uh later on in life i got a few more uh, dollars and stuff so i'm not struggling to buy a pack of cards or or something that so uh yeah anything from um well, anything really from you know like baseball, hockey, um, the comics. Uh, some of the old guys they used to be they used to be great. Wayne Gretzky, for instance. You yeah, know? number one Edmonton. Everybody knows him. He's renownedly known around the world. You know, um, you know. No guys like that. What's that? You, you have his rookie? I don't have his rookie, but I'm just giving you an example. You know, some of the other great players like Mariel, you know, Mariel Lemieux, Marc Messier, Wayne yeah. Gretzky, Patrick Roy and stuff like that. I mean, I used to die for those, you know, those kind of things. Uh, so, you know, I went back and backtracked to, and tried to go back and try to grab some of the cards, you know, back in the early 80s and, 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 and 90s nice. and stuff like that. And started grabbing some more comics and things like that these days uh, that I can you know that i can hold on to um get graded and things like that and hope, have for uh for a collection yeah like uh m- the
0: very cool yeah you know, there's nothing about it i, I don't know I, I how old are you if you don't mind me asking it pushing 40. pushing 40. so you're you and i are very close to the same age i'm 42 this year well, i'm yeah. a little bit older but it, we kind of the same you know generation same likes yeah. i guess and uh, all those people you just named, you know, it's, yeah, the comics, the cards, the sports cards, the, the hockey players, the base like, it was such yep. a thing growing up.
1: It was, it really, it really kind of carried over, and it, it, it's, it's, it's this, not just nostalgia, you know, like, even skateboarding and things like that, I mean, I still do skateboarding and snowboarding and stuff like that, and still have decks, I still have, you know, the trucks and wheels, the snowboards. I still do all that, and I get out and get some time to do it. But, yeah, that the nostalgia of those cards, uh, those collectibles, those comics, uh, you know, uh, I got a bunch of G- uh, GSP, uh, signed GSP, oh, nice. yeah, both Hayabusa Fight from the Hayabusa Fight team, uh, just some of his championship stuff. I don't have a pair of gloves or anything yet. I don't know if I'll end up getting something like that. Just a few things and then uh stuff like uh nfp collectibles and stuff are popping up uh nowadays and you got guys like uh drew weatherhead you know drew weatherhead yeah yeah. i think he's just killing i think he just opened a collection of uh of uh, animated jujitsu uh, nft so i mean if you're looking to support a, a local jiu guy an all around good guy i can't think of a better person out west here you know uh on the west coast better than that guy right there he's a, he's a, he's a nice guy he's a friend of mine um he does good things for the for jiu he's traveling across uh america right now
0: and he's just one of those good guys that you can't miss yeah i love that so so correct me if i'm wrong An nft is like he's making like an animated so it'd be like a craig jones nft kind of thing yeah.
1: uh yeah i don't know you know i haven't taken a close enough look in it. i just follow i just follow because jiu and stuff like that on online yeah. he's got some stuff uh going through uh his personal uh page and someone because jiu and i noticed that it looked like he had had something there was some anticipation there that he was going to be working on some kind of digital digital collectible called okay. a, an unfungable token nft mm-hmm and uh he was gonna start creating those and basically what you know he's doing he's selling them people are buying them reselling them and trying to make some money on these digital digital pieces of artwork i i don't know i think run on ethereum but i could be wrong i don't know what he's running what he's running as uh his digital art on right now i'd have to have a talk with him and i know he's busy right now and it's been a, about a month since i talked to him but yeah, NFTs are kind of like the kind of the new collectible, right? So you don't have to physically have like a hockey card anymore, a baseball card or uh, a USC trading card or whatever. You can yeah. buy a piece of non-fungible token, which is a piece of online digital artwork. And yeah, it's kind of interesting how the, you know, how the technology and the energy in the universe
0: is changing right now and how we have to kind of, kind of adapt to what's going on it is really insane really when people try like i i kind of am into it now and i know a little bit of it of at least to understand it but when i've heard people were explaining to me i was like what 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 this is is insanity right now but it's really not that far-fetched when you look at people in video games and that kind of stuff it's not that far-fetched really Right. you know it's for sure it's super cool, man. Listen, a couple uh, questions I ask everybody at the end of when they come on this podcast. Everybody, you know, it's it's called the Fight League Atlanta Exposure podcast. Anybody listening, check it out. Uh, that's how you have to find it. It's called FLA Exposure. Today we got Mr. Greg Ricker uh, on from Edmonton, and uh, yeah. So a couple things that I want to ask you before we go. Um, mentors inside and outside the cl- uh, like combat sports people who have kind of, you know, guided you to success in life, I guess, and in jujitsu.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I can think of a, a number of people, you know, like my father has been a really great guy. He can't, he's taught me a lot of skills and things growing up. Um, I kind of grew up in a Christian family. So I always kind of uh, keep it real, you know, with uh, spirituality and things like that, um, yeah. you know, um, kind of, uh, you see, I kind of try to think, you know, from, Going way back, you know, I had some really good uh, health and fitness instructors, you know, phys ed instructors back in, in, uh, in, in ele- as far as back as elementary and high school, and then uh, kind of moved, uh, kind of moved into my profession, you know, initially, which was policing, uh, foundations, enforcement, and kind of got into that realm of things for a while. I had a real, a lot of really good uh, people, you know, and influences there. Uh, it kept me really physically fit, working out into cross country running. Uh, stuck with kept going on with the the skateboarding the snowboarding thing moved to west uh, met some great people there Uh, I think I met with met up with Pat major around college like I said and worked with uh, Henzo uh, worked with the Henzo Gracie affiliation there with him and and, uh, that group Um, and then you know just met a number other really you know kind of uh good friends and things like that over the over over the years you know that have really helped me out and it's all about friends and having fun and there's a really you know my grandfather was a a big support and a foundation to me you know growing up because uh he's a great guy lost him a few years ago um but yeah like i mean uh we got lots of really good guys that I, i appreciate um a couple of guys that I met most recently that mean, uh, mean a lot were uh, Carl Heath with EnergyWise, uh, Frank Forza with ForzaFit. In uh, Las Vegas, as well as Robert Drysdale, he's uh, he's done a uh, a lot for me over the years. I really appreciate uh, being able to work with him and stuff over the last years and his guys up in Vegas. So these are some of the people that uh, and things that mean uh, a lot to me. Whether nice. um, my, mother, my relationship brand is a huge support, my partner has been a huge support to me in all this and it's kept me. You know, in uniforms uh, out there on the mats has kept me traveling, uh, supported me 100 percent, doing all that stuff. So I really appreciate, uh, I really appreciate her as well in that regard.
0: Very well said, man. I love that it takes uh, a supportive partner is extremely key in this line um you know not, not only you know just the physical but the mental side of it too man and it's great so it's nice to catch up with you it's been uh quite a few years it's, it's uh hopefully we can get you out for kumite anytime you want to come out we can line something up i know there's lots of black belts out here looking to compete and brown belts and uh but i'm I, i'm sure you know that might change in the near future before you get out here so uh,
1: yeah, yeah back and if I can get back on
0: a flight to
1: see you guys
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully cool I can
1: train with you and TJ and uh the rest of the guys there that'd be fun
0: yeah it'd be great we, we'd love to have you man so uh let's let's stay in touch and let's see the, the second question I was going to ask you you answered yeah. shout outs I guess but if there's any other shout outs you want to give out by all means uh yeah
1: I just uh I'll give a shout out to my friend uh Brad Ingersoll uh he just got his uh daughter in jiu-jitsu with nice. uh, a friend of mine in new brunswick that works with mxt he's a brown belt and he's working on his uh black belt right now drew donovan he's also a youth uh youth pastor youth counselor uh to me when i was uh when i was a youth growing up so i wanted oh. to give a quick shout out to him my friend taylor brasco who's been uh Who's just got his black belt and i've uh, been training with cross training with quite a bit uh recently really appreciate him uh justin sanders at the ludus appreciate uh you have me coming in to train with you guys at nine nine uh black turtle um also was to complete the other day appreciate gi and those guys for having me in john Sigerson, uh, another one of uh Another one of my friends in Black Belts that I've trained with over the last decade. And uh, Rodrigo Rizondes. thank you, Rodrigo, for uh, having me come in to train and do a seminar on the East Coast recently uh, with a group of MXT guys uh, from New Brunswick. I really appreciate that, had a lot of fun doing a quick seminar there called The Takedown. So we worked, a thank you for all, everybody and all the family and friends that have uh, done so much and supported me over the years. And thank you to you, Kat, for having me on here. I really appreciate
0: being on mm-hmm. here. and. Yeah, it's been man. nice getting to know you. Yes, and hopefully we can uh, have a share of beer sometime and, and get you out here on the East Coast and have a yeah. good, uh, good old uh, Kumite. You, you'll enjoy it out here, and it's a great camaraderie that people have in, in our events, man. So let's look forward to it. Thanks for joining us, Mister Greg. Right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Good to see you guys. Peace. Yeah. There you have it, folks, and that was an awkward wave. Um, that was a great episode. Greg is a nice guy. It's nice to catch up with people you've met, uh, you know, through the jiu-jitsu community, MMA community over the years, I've met and worked with hundreds and hundreds of athletes. And I have a really, really great relationship with a lot of them. And uh, it was it's nice. It's nice to to catch up with people after many years of not speaking to them. So yeah, Anyway, folks, hope everybody is prepared for the big snowstorm here on the East Coast. Uh, It's coming tonight. It's on its way. Here in uh, the Halifax area, it's still snowing, uh, raining, sorry, but it's going to start to snow around 10 o'clock, I guess. So, bunker down, be safe, stay off the roads, and uh, we'll be back with another episode, a couple episodes next week. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, be good to one another out there. If you can be anything, be kind.
1: Nothing.